Let's go back At to At this point, just reduce ten, the number of games ten, and make them all good. Ten games? Yeah. Instead of him being spread out and you have... I mean, it's, it's shameful. It's shameful. In October, too. Or make October no cupcakes, you know, after September. Something. Or only one cupcake after... You ready to get started? Yeah. Alright. Hello, good morning, good evening wherever and however you may be listening to us. Thanks for joining the Role Players. I am Art Mosley. He is... Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. This is our opinions on current... Well, I don't even want to say sports topics because this time of year, there's only one thing we're concerned about. Yeah. It's NBA. But no. No? No. No, it's not NBA <laughs> basketball. Preseason basketball, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. yeah how's Kyle Kuzma doing? <laughs> how's his... How's his injury? Yeah. The only thing we're concerned about is, is college football. And and now we're concerned about it because I, I almost feel like we have to talk about the state of college football. The games so far this year have been absolutely, I mean. Mm, not, there's been a handful of them. Now, there ha- that, that's not to say there hasn't been, like, excitement or suspense, right? Because there has True. I mean, I mean, Army almost took Michigan to the brink. I mean, they did take Michigan to the brink. They just couldn't finish the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, one game we'll talk about in a minute, North Carolina-Clemson. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Um, trying to think who else. You know, Notre Dame played better than we thought they would against Georgia. Yeah. Um, um, Temple. Temple. Temple and Georgia Tech. That that was impressive. The Temple defense holding Tech to two points. But things, there's been some surprises and, and things and some, like you said, suspenseful games, but they they're not games that you really are too invested in ahead of time. Must see TV. Right. I mean, are you getting geeked up for for uh, Oklahoma and Texas Tech? No. Uh, how about uh, Ohio State and Nebraska? No. How about Miami, Florida? That gets you fired up. Miami, Florida. Miami and versus Florida. You know, weeks. Yeah, zero. I'd be happy with that. That's fine for me. I mean, do you really want to watch? a below-average Miami team and then go back to a below-average Florida quarterback? <sighs> it's, it's it's better than watching Murray State in Georgia. Oof. You know, Oof. for the casual fan. It's, is that who Georgia plays this week? Is it Murray no. State? No. Well, is it, base, is it Tennessee Tech? No, we're, we're, we're taking it easy after Murray State. <laughs> we're, the guys are getting more of a, of, of a bye week. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not even going to say that. But, you know, you never know what will happen. But um, there's, you never know what can happen week to week when you're playing in a Power 5 conference like we learned last week with the mighty number one Clemson Tigers. Yeah, rolling into, uh, uh, is it Carter Finley? That's NC State. Okay. Chapel Hill. I don't know. I don't know what they named their stadium. I don't even know if they it's, have named their stadium. It's in the same state. I they may have might have named it Dean Stadium. I don't know. <laughs> That's all they. I know they have a name for that stadium. I can't think of it right now. Uh, feeling like a jerk, but because uh, nobody cares about North Carolina football. Nuh-uh. Although Matt Brown is doing a heck of a job over there. Is he? I mean, he's. He beat Miami. Yeah. And then. South Carolina. South Carolina, and we almost beat Clemson. Yeah. So I guess that is over what they did. I just don't know how, you know, I guess it's all relative. Yeah. I never would have thought he would have done this well, because I thought he was just a fossil. <laughs> you know? <laughs> did anyone expect it? Well, it's like him in, uh, in uh, uh, 
Uh, what team? Arizona State. Her? Yeah. I yeah. mean, those two guys are kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they are who... Dust them off yeah, and bring yeah, them back, yeah. and yeah, surprises happen. Rather than going with the aggressive young coach that everybody wants, right? you, you bring back the old... The old the yeah, dipper. The yeah. sappy <laughs> veteran. Yeah. And you... Uh, yeah, so so did you watch Clemson in North Carolina? I watched most of that game. So what's... what What is... What is going on with Clemson offensively? Not even defensively, because they lost a ton, but offensively... They're out of sync. They just look out of sync. Like, yeah. Trevor Lawrence didn't look clean. I don't know if it's the offensive line play. I mean, they should be... They should be putting up 40 on all of these teams, at a minimum. Right. And ETN should be getting 150, 175 yards against a lot of these teams, but... When I was watching, it doesn't seem like they're... I don't know if they're just leaning more on Lawrence, but it doesn't seem like they're trying to get ETN going. And it seems like every play, they're trying to hit a home run. Right, and that's a problem. I think that's a, a big problem. It's like, let you have to kind of go with what got you there. And I think if you rely too much on the home run, you're not going to hit that play every time. I don't care yeah. how... I don't care if it's Tom Brady throwing that ball. It's just... The receiver's not going to catch. It's going to be overthrown. The quarterback's going to get hit. You know, you got to keep the defense guessing a little bit. And uh, maybe they don't have a lot of faith in the run, the run game right now. Well, I wouldn't have a lot of faith in the offensive line from the way they played where Trevor was, was running for his life all game <laughs> against North Carolina. But And this is a part where I made a miss, but you know, you got to mix it up with some screens and misdirections and something, yeah. something like that. You, I mean, um, I'm not an offensive coordinator, so let's not get me mistaken with anybody here, but common sense was would tell me, man, if they're they're getting a lot of pressure, let's mix it up a little bit. I mean, good. Going back to my OC days in NCAA <laughs> football, I would I would run some counter trays, I would run some double crosses and <laughs> and I would hold down the R button while I rolled my quarterback out. To see who was open? Yeah. yeah. how much of it either is them they're not playing a tough schedule and every week they're favored by huge amounts it's hard to come out and get up for those games week in week out don't make excuses for Clemson no I just think that part of it that's that's just natural and then no excuses I don't know what's what's going on with them but I was happy that the voters actually did the right thing and dropped them out of number one I don't know about that Okay, but why? It should, shouldn't it just be based on what you've done this season and how you've looked? It shouldn't be you were number one preseason, and until you lose, you're going to stay there. But you keep winning. I know, but so if you're go, judging the teams by what they've done this season, and, and preseason rankings shouldn't matter for okay, the so, current rankings. So if they've won every game this season by three points, yeah, they should not be the number one team. So if Alabama won every game by 28 points, do you think Clemson should still be ranked ahead of them? Well, didn't... Didn't uh, Jimbo Fisher say the ACC was a superior conference? I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're, you can't tell me that the, res, you know, the the game itself doesn't matter any more than the WRL. I I just have a hard time at the number one spot. I could see if they had a bye week, and then Bama just blitzed somebody. And like, hey, you know what? Tough luck. If you're winning, man, I would have, I would have three or four teams ahead of Clemson if I was a voter. Ooh. I would, because 
you're you're letting last year influence you if you, if you're saying that okay. Clemson's number one. Because why think, why are they number one? So historically, you don't think the reason why Alabama and Auburn and LSU were at the top is because of of what they've done in the past and their I know, but it's, that's wrong. Okay, well then why would you have? I, I don't think Alabama's a number one team. I think Oklahoma is a number one team. Yeah, I wouldn't have Alabama number one either. I'm just saying Clemson shouldn't. Honestly, I would put Ohio State number one based on how they okay. looked. I don't have any because offensively that. and defensively, they've been better than Bama's had some defensive issues. LSU, Lord have mercy, Oklahoma, they still give up points. Ohio State hasn't played amazing teams, but their defense has looked legitimate. So, so far, I think they look the best. Well, I don't know. Temple's defense is pretty good last week. <laughs> so, so back to back weeks, you lose to a triple option team. Which was what you, the coach you just fired, and then the team that you hired your coach from comes in and waxes you. That's two bad weeks to be a Tech fan. I will say that I was impressed by Tech's head coach and say, "Look, just gotta block out the noise and uh, focus on what we have to focus on." Uh-huh. And let's be let's be truthful. What did he have left to work with? Very little. Okay. Even if we thought they could beat Temple, I mean, well. And I, I still did. think I that they, yeah, I still would think that they'd be able to beat Temple or compete with Temple. You know, they didn't even compete hard. That was like that was like watching, you know, if if Sequoia High School went over to went over Tuscaloosa and tried to play, it was just too. I mean, that was that was embarrassing. That was a beatdown. They they didn't score any points offensively, did they? No, you got two points. You can't. <laughs> No way you can I didn't know if they, the last I saw they had two points. I didn't know if they tacked pretty, on some garbage well, points I'm to make it look sure better. I'm pretty sure that final was 24-2. That's, we can yeah. get the tape. It's, so, Lean times over there. And, the, you know what? I hate to see it. I'm, I actually, I never thought I'd mutter these words, but I, I feel sorry for Georgia Tech. Mm. For what? I mean, what, what is it that, that makes you feel sorry for them? The fans that you know, the fan, yeah, the yeah. They, the fans and the alumni. I mean, I just I yeah. have some friends that are fans and alumni, and I feel sorry for them. Hmm. I, I just feel like any team from the South should be able to be Temple. That's what I think. <laughs> That's why I feel sorry for them. Or score a touchdown or a field goal against Temple. A field goal. That's all you need. And let's three uh, points. Dare we figure out how Temple, how they got the two points? Did Temple run out of the back of the end zone or something? Yeah, I don't know. I did not watch the game. It was not on my must-see TV. Oh, we were. It probably wasn't even on TV. It was probably on the ACC network, which none of us, no one has. Charlie Thomas safety. I don't, I don't know. know what that means. <laughs> Somebody was was at the one yard line and then got knocked into the end zone. I believe that's most likely. Yeah, definitely the defense cost it, so. Kept him from getting the shutout. Anyhow. Good for Georgia Tech for not getting shut out by Clemson, but you gotta you gotta get something going offensively. Um let's let's move on from this because this I do like the the idea, and maybe we should throw it out there in a poll, but you know, that's a it's a good conversation. If you keep winning, should you be I mean, should you be number one? Yeah. 
I personally think that they shouldn't have rankings until week two or three or four. Okay, that that's a that's, I think that's a great alternative, but rankings present opportunities for like hype and discussion and talk. And, yeah, you know nobody's gonna and it's probably sells advertisements also. So mm. nobody's probably ever gonna say we're not putting out a preseason ranking. Yeah, I mean they don't matter anyways. Well, the playoff committee matters. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. They do it the right way, and they shuffle people around as, as they see fit. So, I guess you're right. And it's the, the rankings don't mean anything now in the BCS era. They meant a lot more. But, right. But thankfully, the the writers aren't in control, and, and the computers are not in control. Uh oh. Oh Hang my on. goodness! We've got, we got Georgia got Tech action Georgia going Tech on here. Highlights. Oh, they're getting scored on again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Clem, <laughs> uh, Temple did it again. Sorry, guys. I, I don't know how that broke into our puck. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how are you feeling about our bet at this point in the season? I'm feeling really, like, really good this week about the bet. Um, Tennessee's got Georgia coming into town, and I'm feeling really good about a major upset in Neyland Stadium. Hmm. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I feel like I'm being I'm gonna buy you Guthrie's. That's how I'm feeling. Well, I mean, you got a lot of games after this week. It doesn't matter. Tennessee is awful. <laughs> I know. They're was, awful. That was the whole reason I made the bet with you. Is because they're awful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? The they should have scheduled Georgia Tech. That would be uh, that. That game was about two years too early. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Or Virginia Tech. If, if that Georgia Tech-Tennessee game happened now, because that was high scoring. If yeah. it happened now, it would be a defensive struggle with like 0-0 zero like, to zero going into the fourth. It's like a race to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They'd just take turns fumbling it and intercepting it back oh and forth. Gosh. And, and, you know, doing goofy things. Oh, my. So if things weren't bad enough at Tennessee, their, you know, their player gets arrested for an outstanding warrant and... I mean, the cop seemed like they did everything right in that instance. They, yeah. He he had to arrest him because he had a warrant for his arrest, right? It's not yeah. like he, it's not like he said, "Oh, let's let me be a jerk and uh, send this guy to jail." Mm-hmm. But, I watched uh, the whole, not he, all of it, but probably thirty minutes of the hour long when the when the kid was in the car, and they were they were as nice as could be. Even at one point, he said, "Y'all are the nicest police I've ever met," and then he, you know, threatened them, but. <laughs> It, it wouldn't be as big of a deal if a it wasn't the Pruitt wasn't on the phone in the body cam and b the guy didn't say we shoot at cops. You yeah, know? I just think, just don't say that. Right. I mean, you know, that's not necessary. You're frustrated, but extremely and probably right for so. I think Pruitt, in his point, had a he might have had a point. Look, the guy didn't have anybody to kind of help him figure out how to handle this business. I mean, that's kind of. That does suck, but, I mean, every now and then in life, you're going to have to keep in a jam and have to figure it out, or... Yeah, you can't, you can't play by one set of rules with one people and not other people. Right. You I gotta, mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, if you don't, if you get a ticket and you don't pay it, they're going to, they're going to come try to get you. I mean, have you ever tried not paying your electric bill? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, they, they don't say... Well, nobody's ever told him he has to pay his electric bill, so why are you turning his power and, off? And they don't have to tell you. They just turn your power off once, and you kind of figure it out, right? Yes, yeah. I would imagine. I mean, 
I don't want to make light of it. It's it. I think the maybe the embarrassing thing for this kid is that now it's you know this incident has been posted all over. Yeah. You know the internet and on Yahoo and ESPN and there's a lot worse things to get arrested for and there sure. have been a lot worse things swept under the rug. It just so happens that this one just popped up right. Yeah. Right this week, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dan, you want to talk about your um, conspiracy theory about who released the body cam video? Uh, yes. So the first, the first thing that came to mind when I saw, how did they, how did, why is this body cam footage of Jeremy Pruitt's conversation released? It was Phil Fulmer, the man in the high castle, looking down and saying, uh-huh, and plotting and scheming to swoop in and save Tennessee football at some point. I don't think it's going to be this year, but he might have he might have sped up his his two year plan might have become his four month plan. So what's what's the greater probability here that Phil Fulmer comes in at the end of the year and takes over for Jeremy Pruitt, or that Tennessee wins another football uh, another football game this season? Well, I think they'll win another. I think right. they will win one. Okay. So I'll say that. Right, now, two- if you told me. One in the next four games, I think, because that's what I have left, right? Oh, that's 50 50. 50 Because um, he's the, the natives will start to get restless, and Fulmer will stoke those flames mm. and rustle him up and send some of his little minions in to sabotage things. And I, I don't, hey, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a hunch, but. I think he's got his eyes on that, and and poor Pruitt's going to be the fall guy. Pruitt's just, it. I don't think necessarily at this point in his life and his maturity level that he's still quite head coach material, like ready for that. Mm-hmm. But of all the places to go try it for the first time, what he walked into is a is such a mess. They're so dysfunctional. I didn't really want him to because I like him. I didn't want him to go up there and walk into that because. You know, that's it's it's almost like Tennessee's sold their soul to the devil, and now they're now he's collecting. Yeah, and he has been since Kiffin left, <laughs> or since Kiffin got since there. Kiffin bailed in the middle of the night. Kiffin at least was building excitement and recruiting well, and was competitive in a few games. Mm, Kiffin smoked Georgia, and uh, and then he just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just crumbles and crumbles and crumbles. Oh, it's beautiful, though. Important. Um, have you seen, the, uh, I guess, a couple things. Have you seen the uh, meme or maybe the tweet going around about uh, how they're trying to coordinate making Neyland Stadium red and black? And not? Yeah, it's more oh. than a meme. It's a, it's, they're trying a movement. To, a yeah, movement. Trying to. Do you think that's going to work? No. I don't think so, either. No, this thing's a pipe dream. Yeah. This is not Vanderbilt. Yeah, Tennis I like I like the I like the enthusiasm. Tennis I like the proud. ambition. Right, they're proud, and they're gonna at least show their. They're at least gonna be there for the first half. They might empty out, but they're gonna show up. Right, it's not like yeah, it's not like Vandy where they don't even really care. Is there any way Tennessee can win this football game? Short of Georgia not showing up, literally. No, no. There's realistically, there's not. I mean. Of course, anything. No, not anything. Could no, they can't. Do you think so? No. No. <laughs> they can't. They got beat by Florida, thirty-four to three. 
if they knock out every quarterback we have, which is only Jake Fromm and Stetson Bennett at this point, and we go to our walk-on, Nathan Priestley from California, then they knock him out, and we have to play, let's say, DeAndre Swift. They say, DeAndre, can you throw the ball? <laughs> and they put him in at quarterback. We're, We're still, still going to win the game. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Um, they're not. We, they don't know who their quarterback is going to be either. They might not play Guantanamo. What's wrong with he Guantanamo? He might not start. He. They haven't been. They they said that it was going to be an open competition. They weren't sure which quarterback they're going to go no. to. So when you have two or more quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah. And when you have when you have the quarterbacks they have just in general, you have no quarterbacks because they all suck. Maybe they can go ahead and get Harrison Bailey in there. Next yeah, bring week, him in. Next yeah, week put and... a mustache on him and say, "Hey, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is our new walk-on." <laughs> oh, Harrison Bailey ain't gonna turn him around either, though. Well, um, can I talk about one more thing, almost Georgia-related? Yeah. Just I saw this on Saturday night, and I was kind of perturbed about. And I can't remember which person tweeted it, but he was like, you know, talking to kind of almost berating Kirby Smart for not figuring out how to play Justin Fields and fit him in the system. And I was like, I don't, I, short of calling Kirby an idiot, I think he might have. But I was like, uh, I don't really know if that is accurate. Um, Justin Fields is a different talent. And Georgia kind of does what they do. And he wasn't willing to wait. And yeah, he's a great talent. And I don't think Georgia made a mistake on recruiting him or or letting him go. I just think it was the right thing for Justin Fields to go to Ohio State with some more wide open. I mean, yeah, that, it was just the wrong time. The timing was wrong. Right. Because if Fields comes in a year bo- before or a year after, he probably just sits a year and then competes. And, and he even said that when people said, why are you going to a pro-style offense? And he said, he said this in December. He said... We, we've put some formations and plays in there for me, but I came here to be a quarterback. He said, a pro-style offense is what, is, is what the guys in the NFL are running, and I, I, I'm not trying to be a system quarterback. I came to learn to play quarterback, which he did. And it's not, it's not, I don't know why, if someone would, what their thinking should happen. So you have Fromm and you have Fields. Are you saying that we should have reshaped our offense in case Fields won, or... Are you saying we should have just named him quarterback because he's more talented? Because that's not how it works. It's like Kirby said when they said, because they asked him, he already had Eason and from, and Fields was committed, and they said, you know, why, you know, you've already got two five-star quarterbacks. Are you still looking? And he said, yeah, you, you recruit him because you never know what's going to happen. Right. Just like Eason got injured, and then Eason left, you, you never know what's going to exactly. happen. So you recruit the best players at every position and then see what happens. I think both both parties ended up well. Fields ended up in a great place. George is doing just fine. And there you have it. It's it's so dumb how this has to be the thing where contentious. Everybody right. wants it to be contentious. Yeah. Did they make the right choice? They should have kept him. Dan Walken for USA Today who Maybe doesn't that's, like that's Georgia. What, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yes. He he has some uh, something against Georgia, but he's a clown. He's basically like a a clickbait guy. Wait, wait a minute. Did, did how much? What's Dan Walken's record as a head coach in college? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He said. Georgia had the better quarterback last year and didn't start him or something like that. And you're like, who says he he's, he was better and who says he is better now? It's two completely different 
things they're being asked to, to do. It, that's about as close as a win-win you can get. Yeah. And for Eason, too. Yeah. Because Eason is lighting it up out there, which I think he would have done just as well at Georgia. It's just, that's again, it's just a bad, bad timing. You know, you get injured and you think back at if he hadn't gotten injured, all the different dominoes and all the different people that went. I mean, Tate Martell would still be at Ohio State, and, you know? <laughs> and that'd be playing wide receiver at Miami. Right, all sorts of things. It's just, it's crazy. Tate. The domino effect from that one Appalachian State push out of bounds that started this whole quarterback mm. carousel. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I expected Fields to put up crazy numbers, and I think he will, and Fromm will do what we ask him to do, and... Hey, neither team's lost. And life will go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I take a pause before we talk briefly about Florida and Auburn? And when I say briefly, I mean very briefly. Yeah. Can we take a Gardner Minshew break? Yeah. Your Jags. Are you on board the Minshew train? Man, have you... Dude, are you kidding me? Am I on board the Minshew train? Have you seen this? That play where he was scrambling around? No. It has nothing to do with the play. It 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 has all to do with. Is it the Uncle Rico? No, because that was funny. It is funny. Yeah, I mean, and and my fur, it, the fact that he comes from Leach, anyways, makes me like him. That he comes from Mike Leach, and and just imagining those two people in a quarterback room every week. Oh, man, that would have been fun. There's a tweet with Gardner Minshew and Jorts, and I'm trying to find it. For really? You. Yes, and I probably should have tagged you in this, but... Um, and imagine what, what all you would have missed out on if Nick Foles hadn't gotten hurt. Because we wouldn't be getting Gardner Minshew, Jorts pictures. No. Right. No. We wouldn't have known anything about him. Thank goodness. Yes, I am following Gardner Minshew here, <laughs> even though he's young enough to be my son. I am. Following. Hey, he's your quarterback now. He's my fantasy quarterback in that league that you might wipe, wipe the floor oh, with. No forgiveness. What? No, this is. So while we well, we're having technical difficulty here. Yeah, this is called dead air. So have you seen this, first of all? It's Gardner Minshew in the car with a Jaguar in the seat next to him. Right. Clearly photoshopped, but very cool. That's his head. <laughs> He's pretty B.A. Uh, maybe it was a Jaguar to put this out, but... Anyways. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're silently scrolling through. Uh, this is going to... I have to go back, but he was, was like Snickers had named him like uh, some kind of player of the whatever, and he uh, and he put on jean shorts. He had on jorts, yeah. And that that made you like him more or less? Oh, they just added to the lore of Gardner Minshew. It was just like, uh, who is this guy? That? No, I mean, and those are jorts. Those were George he was wearing in. Oh, throwing out a pitch. Yeah, but. <sighs> I don't know. We'll we circle back to that. We will circle back to that and put that on Twitter. But 
Gardner Minshew. Definitely my. It's a Florida Auburn. Yes. Let's get to Florida Auburn. Do we have to? Can we talk about Gardner Minshew and then this is a comeback drive to beat Denver? We can. We just don't want to scroll through looking for pictures of him while we're recording. <laughs> it's a little creepy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just boring. <laughs> Let's talk about Florida Auburn. We a Florida Auburn. So a top match. ten matchup. Barely. Do, do you? Okay, here's how I see this happening. I see Auburn scoring maybe 24 points, and Florida getting like 6 or 10. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't see Florida. At, what's the line? Auburn 3, something like that? I should know this. Auburn, is to me, is so far ahead of Florida. They're, they're far beyond three spots. They're ranked number 7. Florida's ranked number 10. Florida is, or Auburn is much more than three spots better than Florida. Florida still is somehow clinging to that top 10 spot. And I have no clue why. Because if you put a Texas Tech logo on their uniforms, they might be around 20 19, to 25. Yeah. yeah. It's it's laughable. Laughable. And I don't... I think Auburn's getting hyped a little too much here. But at least they've been impressive. But I don't know why. I, I saw somebody on the SEC Network was saying, could, could they be the best team in the West? I'm like, uh, Auburn? Yeah. I did predict him to beat Alabama. You did? Well, we should have made a, a gut through bet on that, too. We can. We can. You not do? not <laughs> double or nothing? Man, I don't. I wouldn't feel. I'd, I feel better about my Tennessee pick than I would that pick. Heck yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I need a line. I don't need a. I don't need anybody's preview. I need a line. <sighs> what would the line be if you were making it? Uh, Auburn by six and a half. Yeah, I'd say like seven and a half, maybe eight, probably. It's uh, it's Auburn three. Oh Ooh, man, I'm all that over makes that. me want to go to Vegas. I'm all over that. Or to, to Bodog or whatever people use now. Is yeah. Bodog still a thing? It, I actually had a Bodog account that I never used. I just kind of set it up, just a, a user ID and password, just uh-huh. in case I was feeling feeling lucky. Uh huh. I'm never feeling lucky. Have you seen my picks? <laughs> <laughs> never feeling lucky. I've seen your March Madness picks. Oof. That's when you need to log into Bodog. March Oof. Madness rolls around. Oof. I don't know about that. I created an account in college once because my roommate was a heavy gambler. Mm-hmm. And he would always come ask me for picks. And then I'd make picks for him. And some weeks we'd do well. And I would think, why don't I make my own money? And then I played one week, sweated it, did not enjoy watching the football at all. And I don't remember if I won or not, but... I said this is just not for me, and I and with my personality, I would I would get hooked in a heartbeat, and I would never stop gambling. So you're obs- a little obsessive. Yes, very addictive. So, so it, the I think the one way to fix that is to say, okay, I'm I'm ready to throw away, let's just say two hundred dollars. All yeah. right, it's a s- small bit, right? That's maybe see the the problem is that's that's eight rounds of golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to throw away eight rounds of golf. <laughs> It could turn that into 16, but, yeah. So, you, I mean, it's almost like you have to, it's it's almost like, I think the, the idea is, okay, I'm going to spend this, we, I just call it $200, mm-hmm. to gamble, not expecting any return, and then I'll just go away and not watch football, the games I gambled on, and then I'll wake up the next day and read about it. Mm-hmm. 
And if I won, it's like a lottery ticket. And if I didn't, it's like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting to. Okay. But if you won and the next week rolled around, would you say, hey, I should do that again? Oh, Because I would. Okay, right. So I would. And that would get a ball rolling. And once snowballs start accumulating snow, they get very heavy. And they're very hard to stop. And then it's tough for me to come by and say, you got to know me. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not. I'm never, ever mess. Paying for fantasy football is the closest I'll I'll come to gambling. You you never never did like a pick'em pool in high school? I went down to the dog tracks in Panama City one time or somewhere around Panama City. Like we used to have, I'm not going to, for, because we went to such an upstanding uh, second secondary education institution in Jacksonville. I won't say whose name, but there's this guy who was an upperclassman who ran a ran a little pick and pool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, bring your five dollars, man. And uh, yeah, I'll get in on one of those all day. And uh, I was doing great until we had to pick against the spread, and that's when I kind of I'm pretty good straight up against the spread. Is not very good for me. Yeah. That's that's tough for anybody. It takes a little more research to do, which is why Vegas does that. Mm-hmm. So anyhow. So we both think probably a touchdown or so, but I, I think Auburn will win by ten to thirteen points. So you gotta least. so you don't so you're you're thinking twenty four to thirteen or twenty four ten. Twenty four ten, I'll say. But I could see Florida just getting two field goals. I really have no trust in their offense against Auburn's defense. Because they can't run the ball to begin with. And then you play the best defensive line in the country. And then you've got Kyle Trask, who I still have no idea whether he can even complete a pass against a, a real defense. And it's, it's what about, I mean, I'm telling you, man, I've never been so convinced that a top 10 team is not any good than I am Florida. They're just not, and that's not hatred. That's just, they don't look any better than they did last year, and last year, they their record looked was looked better than their team actually was. That's all. It's it's a matchup of two clown coaches too. <laughs> There's my boy Barrett Salee. Yeah, sorry, we're looking, we're going back to look for Gardner Minshew. Um, this is not. I'm just not gonna. Art's obsessed. Speaking of obsessed, I am. He's obsessed with finding pictures of Gardner Minshew in shorts. Jorts. Okay. Just to make it. I mean, I guess this one, him throwing the first pitch, is the only one I'm gonna get. But um, or him jumping in to catch a fish. I think it's a, a grouper. It is. Maybe a glide. No, it's not a glide. At any rate, uh, we're not going to talk about the Big Ten games this week because we don't care. No, we don't. Um, I, I think we know that I don't really expect for Michigan State to give Ohio State any kind of challenge. No. I don't either. I think they'll roll them just like Nebraska. Um, what's going on at Virginia Tech? You tell me. You're, that's your conference. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a conference guy. My you team least, plays you, in that conference. You would pay attention to more than I do to what happens in the conference. I just know that Justin Fuente is on the hot seat. Mm. And it looks like Bud Foster's kind of... Already checked out. Nailed it in, yeah. Yeah. Tell me how bad I feel for Virginia Tech. 
How bad? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I don't know what's uh, something's been wrong there for a while though. Yeah. Or were they just overachieving for a little while? What do you no, think? I think uh Yes. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. So they they played the man, that used to be such a great matchup. Didn't it though? Yeah. We talk about exciting games and matchups. Virginia Tech Miami was whew, battle for Big East supremacy. Yeah. And now a footnote. <laughs> In the, in the ACC, ACC Coastal Division. Yes. <laughs> what does that tell you, man? What does oh, that tell you? How the mighty re- Rewind 15, 20 years and... <laughs> I don't know. Lee Suggs and Kevin Jones running around and y'all had everyone. It was, uh, it was an exciting time. Well, so we've got uh, nothing else really to talk about. Did you have a wild card for this week? It's just been a long week for us. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think I have a wild card. I think the wild card was the maybe the Pruitt Tennessee stuff, but we already talked about that. And then the wild card could have been Gardner Minshew wearing little shorts, but we already I talked about I that. Not, I was not dreaming this. I know I saw this. It's this has been a long day for me. Shortest podcast ever for the role players, so we're gonna we're gonna go on record with that. I think that's a this is impressive. <laughs> this is equally impressive than anything we've done. We finished up in under 38 minutes. Normally at 38 minutes, we're halfway through our first discussion. <laughs> not anymore. No. Uh, we do have uh, our outstanding question. I have not seen an answer yet. Daniel, have you seen an answer? Oh, have mercy. You still haven't? Why do birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? I mean, I'm honestly going to give two more weeks... Before I create a burner account, cash in on that gift card. Why do birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? Pretty simple. Simple. Straightforward. That's all we got. You guys enjoy. Be safe. It's October. Will the temperature please cool down? Please. Will it please cool down? Riverfest on Sunday and they had misters and I spent half my time standing under the misters. I believe it. It's painful. It's painful. Horrible. You guys have a great week. Thanks, as always, for listening. Once again, we are the role players. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us. Have a great week, everybody.